0: Hello, swimmers, and welcome to another episode of Torpedo Swim Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Sperling, and each week we chat to a master swimmer from around the world about their swimming journey. British world champion Michelle Ware joins us on the podcast today, where, among other things, she shares insights from her recent gold medal wins at the Masters World Champs in Japan. We chat about her training. Her approach to racing and her lifelong love of the water. Let's hear from Michelle now. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Danielle.
1: How are you? Really well, thanks. Where, where are you based in England? Um, so I'm based in Guildford, which is about 40 minutes outside of London, sort of south of London. Right, and do you do you train in Guildford,
0: or do you head into London to train? What's your sort of situation? Um, no,
1: I am. I, um, I well, I tra- actually train in Woking, um, which is probably about it's about ten minutes away from um, Guildford. Yeah, it, we're lo- we're fortunate because we've got a few um, clubs around the area.
0: Very nice. Can you share with us a bit of, a bit about your background in swimming, how you sort of discovered the sport, and when you when you started swimming?
1: I um started um swimming when I was 10 I think it was like competitive swimming like I was I was you know thrown in the pool by my dad at a very young age um, um and uh, literally thrown in the pool by my dad to do it. <laughs> um and so um I had a bit of a passion for swimming but at the same time I was doing um some ballet as well which um When it got to sort of age 10, my my parents gave me a little bit of an ultimatum, like whether I wanted to pursue swimming or ballet and I think swimming was definitely the best choice because I was terrible at ballet. Um, so um, my my, um, my yeah my parents took me along um, to swimming club and uh, had a little trial. I was actually told um, on the day that it might be a bit too late for me to be a competitive swimmer at the age of ten, which is quite <laughs> which is quite interesting. Um, and um, but I um, persevered, and uh, so yeah, so I was with Guildford for um, from the age of ten. Um, I then started to um, do competitions, um, you know, you know, training every day with them, um, competitions at the weekends. Because I was um, born in Wales, I was able to um, swim in the Welsh Championships and um, the Nationals. So I was doing quite a lot of uh, journeys to and back from Guildford to Wales. And then um, I got picked for the Welsh squad. Um, so I was on the Welsh squad um, for about I think it was about three or four years my memory isn't brilliant um but yeah I think it was for about three or four years uh so I was really fortunate enough to um sort of compete so internationally um for the squad yeah and that and then sort of continued with competitive swimming I um sort of I went for the um Commonwealth trials. Unfortunately I didn't I didn't get in. And I sort of con- continued training until university really and, and competing with um Guildford until university. And that's when I sort of moved away from Guildford. Uh yeah so then I moved to um I moved to university. There wasn't really a training uh training squad there. Um we're not really a sort of a club a competitive club. So um that's when my swimming um swimming stopped for a while yeah so I was, do- I was doing my degree i think the social side of things took over <laughs> I, found, I found uh getting up um getting up early for training um sort of after a night out <laughs> drinking wasn't really beneficial <laughs> so uh, so I, yeah, I decided to have uh, that was that was enough for me. Then um, I sort of stopped. I stopped training, stopped swimming, and uh, had a bit of a rest from it.
0: Yeah, and what
1: inspired you
0: to transition into master swimming? How how long was the break between your sort of age
1: group career to when you started masters? Uh, so it was uh, about twenty years. Graduated um, as a, a fashion designer, moved to New York for a couple of years, um, and uh, worked out there. Um, did various different things did a lot uh, bits of traveling and then um I uh, moved back to moved back to the UK and uh got married and uh, had a child and then after that I was thinking oh I really want, I want to do something I got really really bored of the gym um and I i really sort of I was hesitant about going back to swimming and I, I think it was because I I sort of knew um knew at what level I was and then going back into it, I was thinking, oh god, you know, am I gonna be able to remember how to swim again? Like, you know, do I want that sort of that pressure? Um, you know, I was really like, yeah, I've, I was quite nervous. But I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna give it a go. So I went, um I um went back um back to Guildford, had a little um a little sort of trial, um, met these two lovely ladies um in the changing room who reassured me that, you know, it's good it's good fun and you know and come along you know you're going to really love it and I was hooked from from that really I was just yeah I could remember how to swim thankfully couldn't do fly it was terrible um <laughs> but um but but yeah so that was 2011 yeah 2011 um when I went back into I, to my, I went well when I went to master's that's fabulous, yeah. And you recently competed in Japan, so I wanted to find out
0: a little bit about that. Congratulations on your successes. Can you sh- can you share with everyone the events you entered and and the results that you you came away with?
1: Uh, yeah. So I did um, hundred free, uh, fifty free, uh, fifty fly, hundred fly, and fifty back. Um, and I um, I won four golds and one silver or which race did you feel that you swam best in and and talk us
0: through from the time you got to the pool for that race till you touched the wall
1: uh I think my best swim was probably for me the hundred fly um I have a bit of a love hate relationship with fly um (laughs) it either goes really really well or it doesn't go well at all so um every time I swim and and especially in every time i swim flying hundred fly, fly i always re- i i get really really nervous um i went to i, I went to grandu um and i did um hundred fly there and it was i think it was on the thursday of the week so it'd been like quite a long week um and uh and i was finding that um uh, well, my fitness levels were, sort of weren't as good as the, as the beginning of the week and also the amount of um the food, um, I was struggling with food um, over there, so I felt like quite weak towards, yeah, to Thursday and my hundred fly was, yeah, I went from first position to almost missing out on a medal because I just died on the last um, 25 metres and it was really, and it was a real obvious I've died up <laughs> last twenty five meters. <laughs> so I've I've sort of had that in the back of my mind. So when I um um when I was yeah, so I had the front crawl, the fifty front crawl that day, and then the hundred fly later. So um so I was very nervous. Um and so um so I was just trying to focus um, and trying to be sort of focused and be positive about, about myself, you know, about the hundred flyers. I'm trying to almost trick my brain. Um, and I, uh, and yeah, I, I did a little bit of war, uh, a little bit of a warm up, and then, uh, and then sort of, yeah, I guess got got ready, got my stuff ready. Um, went to the call room, um, still trying to feel positive about, you <laughs> know, about hundred fly, um, and then got to the, um, to behind the blocks. So I thought I'll oh, just come on Michelle just let's just go for it um you know this is fine it's going to be fine it's going to be fine uh, the idea is like just um first length like swim like quite com you know quite comfortably um don't over rev it like I did in Guangzhou and, and go out too fast um work my underwaters save my arms um, so, the first 50, I thought, yeah, no, this, this, feels, this feels all right. This feels all right. I'm not going too fast. Had no idea really what time I was doing. Um, got to the turn, worked the underwaters. Um, quite finally, my friend um, who was watching me um, said, I didn't think you were ever going to come up out of the turn. Like, obviously. And I was, I think I was thinking at the time, Oh my goodness, like, I can stay under here. I could just stay under here. <laughs> but yeah, so I turned, did about five, six, uh, five or six fly kicks come up, and then I just um then I just went for it and um and uh and I think it was the last five, maybe five met five, ten metres I felt a bit my, my arms are about to give in. Um and then I and then I looked up at the clock and I'd um I'd done a sixty-eight one and it um it's the fastest I've done. Um, and in a long, long time on a hundred fly, um, so I was yeah, I was really, really, really pleased about that. Yeah, and also pleased it was over. And I had like made some <laughs> complete embarrassment of myself. <laughs> do you, Do you count your strokes in fly when you're swimming? Um, no, no. I am. I, um, I'm. I'm not as. I, I guess I'm not as methodical. Um, I I try and I, t- I try and do my fly kick. I definitely count my fly kicks. I'm more sort of aware of my breathing. Um, but in terms of strokes, um, no. I mean, maybe I should do. Maybe it'll take my off things a little bit more. But um, but no, that's sort of what it seems to work for me. <laughs> yeah no
0: you should go with what works for you yeah it's it's interesting talking to different swimmers about about that and some are really really into counting their strokes and others are much more sort of just let the floor go with the flow and how they're feeling on the day and i think that sounds like what
1: works for you yeah yeah and i think i just try and keep my strong my stroke as long as possible especially down the first length and, and work my legs um my legs are far better um a lot stronger than my arms, so I sort of work my legs a lot more um than my arms. But yeah, yeah, so that was yeah, so I would say that was uh, my my best race. Um I mean I was really, really pleased with all my races to be fair. Um I love my 50 front crawl race because I swam um with Helen um and we were uh, Helen Gorn, and we were like like come on we can do this we can get first a second on the podium like you know let's let's do it and i remember finishing finishing the race i mean it's lovely having her in the cool room because we were like chatting and uh and that was really good because it kind of like relaxed you a bit more and then we and then uh we swim our race and i I was like did you do it did you do it where have we come where have we come she's like first and second just like yes brilliant yeah, so we could get on the podium together, which is lovely. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was that was really special, and the relays are always really good fun. Like we, our relay team are brilliant. Um, I love I love swimming with them. So yeah, we have a lot of fun with our relays. So I would say they're 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 really good as well.
0: Yeah, I saw footage of your fifty butterfly race because we had an Australian in that race. Who... Yes, yes,
1: you did indeed.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> the lovely Susie Susie yes of course Susie O'Neill past Olympian what was it like i um, swimming head to head with her because I I saw in that last sort of five meters she was really starting to slow down and you were very close to catching her you were just sort of like one stroke apart yeah how did how did you how did you feel about that race um it was it was I
1: mean it was amazing to swim um against her and first time swimming against an ex Olympian. So, um, so I was really privileged um, for that. Um, for that. Um, I think in the lead up, I didn't really, didn't really think too much about it. I remember seeing like, you know, see, like, seeing the programme that came out and I could see that she, you know, she'd entered. But I didn't really, fo- I didn't really think too much about it. Um, and then I think it was only that maybe the night before in our Airbnb, that the guys were saying, it's a race, you know, it's the race tomorrow, sorry. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, uh, so yeah, so in the same way I got, you know, same way I get ready for all my races um, and uh, try and stay relaxed. And I remember, because it was in the main pool, the 50 fly. Um, so I only had like, I think it was one one or two swims in that in the main pool. Um so I didn't I knew more about the other pool and the processes and where you need to eat and everything. So so the 50 fly yeah so the, I went into the cool room and um and I was sort of just waiting waiting there um and uh Susie comes in and she's really panicked about her goggles um because they'd kind of split or fallen apart so she sort of turned to this um turned to one of the um the ladies that was sort of helping I was like oh, can, can you fix his goggles can you fix his goggles and she seemed quite nervous and uh so then she sort of turned to me and I was like it's all right it's all right it's gonna be all right like just breathe you'll be absolutely fine you've got plenty of time like just yeah so and so we had a little chat and it was lovely and uh I'm so nervous, so nervous. I like, said you'll be absolutely fine. Um and then we um went into the second call cool room and then we walked upstairs and headed on poor side and still talking and headed on poolside, side, walked down to the behind the blocks and uh and I had this little routine where I lo- like to sort of splash myself with water and and it seemed like Susie did as well, but we both got told off by the time keepers for doing that. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> so that I was, so uh yeah so then we got ready for a race you know race um i was aware that she was i was aware that she was next to me um but i just yeah just got my head down and just like tried to um uh, yeah try to race as fast as i could i seeing the videos now you know watching them back to see how close we were together i, I mean she did an amazing time and uh and, and uh, and it was, I mean, it was really, really good fun um, um, to race her. But um, but I did ask if she was doing the 100 fly. She said no, because I was thinking maybe i have a little bit more of a chance to get, to get her on the 100 fly. <laughs> or, or if it was a 55-meter pool. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, well, I don't know whether you knew, but it was a, it was a bit of a radio stunt because she's on radio here in Australia and uh, for her 50th birthday her co-hosts said why don't we go and do this swim they were doing a relay and they ran a competition to get a fourth swimmer yeah it was a master swimmer in australia who yeah. was the lady i think who was helping her in the marshalling room kylie um, and so, yeah, she, it was very well known that she was just going to go and swim this 50 butterfly, in, and she claims that she's, she's not doing it ever again, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the nerves got to her, I don't
0: know, yeah. Yeah, apparently she was very nervous, so, yeah, but um, a great experience and, and a great race from you, I thought, that was, you dug in, I could see you really dug in those last five metres, and you really nearly oh, got yeah. there. I did try, yeah.
1: I did try. Yeah, I, did try I could, up,
0: could but... tell. <laughs> so... so all that racing that you had in Japan, what sort of what lessons have you learned from that that you'll take forward into your next competition?
1: I think the more international meets I do, um, the better my nerves become, um, have become. Yeah. Um, I think that's the big thing for me when I first started out. I didn't know how to really channel my nerves. I would just go mute and it would just, just take over i would be so yeah so so nervous and then and and um my masters coach um at guildford was um was actually really good at in um advising me about sort of keeping calm and breathing and and so from his sort of advice um i then started to kind of work with that and i've got a lot better as I said, uh, uh, working with um, chan- channeling it in the right direction, the sort of the nervous energy, my ability to, um, yeah, channel my nerves is getting better. And it was, I would say, it's, Japan was, um, yeah, was even better. Yeah, that's that's great that you've been able to learn
0: from that and and know what you need to do for the next competition. Are you, are you thinking of going to Doha or Singapore?
1: Um, no, I'm not I'm not going to Doha. Um, we're looking at going to Singapore. Um, that's 2025 isn't it? Uh, yeah, so um, we're, we're keen as a, as a team to go there. Um, Doha is just a bit it's just the sort of awkwardness of where it is in in the program the year program. So um, yeah, I, I I won't be going to Doha.
0: Yeah, yeah. How many in your team from your
1: squad went to Japan? uh so there was five of us uh, yeah and we uh we hired well we rented out a um airbnb and uh we thought yeah we've done we've done that a couple of times actually in um when we've been abroad um it works really well because you've got you know you're sort of together and you've got a, a like a living area where you can just you know chill out um yeah it, i think it's a, it's really it's a really good thing to do. Um we've uh, it was quite funny this uh the when we were looking at the Japan Airbnb, um um the uh, we were looking at the photos and uh we were like, Oh yeah, that looks great, that's looks great. Um because you never really know, you know. Don't know, yeah. Um, and it was like, it's got dartboard, it's got like a, a table tennis a table. We're like, oh, this is brilliant, you know, sort of it's a little, little a games area. We're like, great, great. So we're like, yeah, let's go for it, let's go for it. Um, and then we arrive and uh, realise that the table tennis is a miniature table tennis table. <laughs> and where you've been watching, where you've been looking at the photo, you scale everything to the full size table tennis table. It was actually, a, it was actually half the size. So everything, everything else was like half, a, half <laughs> the size. We like walked in and the uh, door frames, I mean, it's fine for me cause I'm fairly short, but the door frames quite low. So some of the guys were struggling, uh, had to like duck down. Um, yeah. Um, but but it was brilliant because we you know we'd go back there and chill out and, you know cook our own meals which was really good I would say um, Japan where we had a brilliant um, supermarket just around the corner and uh, we'd be able to like cook our meals or you know for or cook our lunches and then we'd take them to the pools um, which is um, which worked really well for me because I'm a pescatarian so I really need to make sure that I get enough food inside me otherwise I start to feel a bit yeah, a bit weak. Um so so that was great. So we I'd like you know cook pasta and you know sort of pasta salads and things like that. And make sure I've got sort of nutrients and that I need in there um and take them to the pool. But um so that that's the great thing about Airbnbs is that you can you know cook cook yourself. Yeah, fantastic. And can you talk us through a little bit about your
0: typical training week, your your training schedule that you follow? What feels in your week?
1: Yeah, so I do... um, It it ranges between 8 and 10 hours of uh, pool swimming a week. Um, We're very fortunate at um, working Swimming Club that we have, like, the pool time. Um, We do two-hour sessions um they're all um morning sessions apart from one on a monday, uh, monday evening which actually suits me um really well because i train from like six till eight and then uh and then i can do my day's work and, and everything else that sits in there daughter looking after daughter ferrying her around stuff like that so um <laughs> so so that's really so that's yeah so it's eight to ten hours full and then um and then I do um two gym sessions. And then I do um also two uh body weight sessions um at home. Um we it all started off um during uh, um, lockdown. We started doing like Zoom sessions together, like a few of us, and uh we were doing sort of you know weight sessions and things just to keep active and sane. And I've continued um with my friend uh, Jerry um since then. So we do these two sessions a week um on Zoom. Um and uh and that's there, I would say that's my that's my training um for the week. Um it's quite a lot. I have I do make sure I do um have um at least one rest day um because I've I've yeah, I need that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just to recover, because um, two-hour training sessions that take, do take take it out of you, and and myself being of an age where my recovery <laughs> takes a little bit longer. Um, yeah, yeah, one <laughs> one uh, definitely one um, rest day is beneficial to me. If not, you know, sometimes I, I take two. It really depends on how I'm feeling and the strength and conditioning that you do in the gym
0: do you follow a program that someone set you or do you just sort of go with the flow that you feel like you think you need uh
1: yeah I um I used um I used to sort of set my own program but then I've got um, a friend of mine uh, he's a a SNC coach so he um he actually um asked me to sort of be a a bit of a case study for him, so he okay. so he sent me a little program, sort of lead up to Japan. We were and worked uh, work together, and uh, and then I've just um, continued with him because it, it, you know, he it actually introduced quite a few different weight weight exercises that I wasn't doing um, prior prior to um, yeah having him on board. Um, so yeah, we just we, yeah there's a, a variance of weights I do you know I do the usual sort of deadlifts and squats and then I do sort of clean pulls and yeah uh shoulder press you know the sort of things that you can translate straight sort of straight into into swimming you do much explosive um work yeah I do uh jumps um yeah I sort of did um long jumps um skipping, um, do things with like uh, ball slams. um, Yeah, pull ups, absolutely hate pull ups. I'm rubbish at pull ups. But I know it's really important. (laughs) (laughs) I try my best. (laughs) They're so hard, aren't they? (laughs) They are, they are, they really are hard. Uh, Yeah, yeah.
0: And what what sort of sets do you find work best for you in the lead up to a major competition like that? You obviously went in fifty and hundred, so you sort of got that sort of more sprint training. Do you focus the train your your sessions to that in the water?
1: We do a real varied, I would say, um, uh, sort of sessions because I do um, quite often. I go when to go to competition. I do quite a few events. I sort of feel like I need like the volume behind me as well as doing the sort of sprint the sprint um training um, so we do like a real mix um, um, like the other day what did we do um it's like a four we did like 400 moderate pace 150 um sprint fast and then it went down to a 300 and then 250s and then a 200 and, and then you know um 350s and 450s. Um, and each in the 50s you had to like go fast out um so that that's just a an example of one you know a set we we did and on paper it looked all right but in practice it was an absolute killer because you had to really hit the hit the uh hit sprints but um but i think i feel that those sort of sets are beneficial for me because I'm doing a bit of both. As much as I hate distance, doing anything distance, my face <laughs> tells it. <laughs> well, I can't really, can't really hide. My, <laughs> I <feel bad> things <laughs> through my face. So uh, as soon as a four hundred goes the board, or yeah, I'm like, oh no. But uh, yeah. So in answer to that, yeah. So we do a real mixture, and then you know we do do um, a lot of um, mixed strokes as well so we do quite quite a lot of IM um sets. Um and then I would say sort of the lead up to competitions we get a bit more sprinty. Um so the lead up to um Japan we were doing a lot of um race race pace stuff. Um you know sort of short sort of sharp sprints yeah to get that kind of fast twitch and you race freestyle and butterfly. Do you do you race normally when you
0: can do more than five events? Do you race backstroke and breaststroke as well? Or do you just stick to the other two?
1: Tend to only um do 50 back um unless I'm pulled in to do hundred back on a relay. Um I used to be a backstroker, but I am I just can't can't yeah, can't do a hundred or two hundred. I'm just yeah, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> um 50 I can just about hold on so yeah 50 back and then I've have dabbled in IMs before um but my breaststroke my breaststroke is the weakest stroke and uh and uh yeah so I uh, yeah I, I struggle to hold whatever whatever you yeah, <laughs> know whatever lead I've got it goes as soon as I breaststroke as soon as I hit the breaststroke that's it it's gone um I yeah but um I always do a four hundred freestyle at the start of um season and then there there has been talk of me doing a four hundred IM um at some at some point. The guys at the club were like, you should do it long course. I'm like, there's no way I'm doing it I'm like, Absolutely no way. Um so maybe to maybe, yeah, maybe I did wrong. But yeah, I tend so I tend to stick to yeah, um the fifties and the hundreds. Um free and free and fly and then 50 back and then we do like a, a county competition um in summer and uh I, I normally do all 14 events in an afternoon um wow and that's, that's a big program that's a mix yeah it's really just it's really to get points for the club i mean i mean, we, I mean a lot of the a lot of the um guys at the club will, will do the same but that's when I'll do like you know hundred breaststroke and terribly and uh, <laughs> 203 free and things like that. Um, so yeah, so that's when I try and yeah try and get the other um, strokes in. And you, you
0: mentioned just before that you're a pescatarian. What what does that involve, and how how do you? So I can imagine it's quite difficult to get all the nutrients you need into the diet because you're doing so much exercise. Can you share with us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so um so I'm just yeah, I, I eat a lot of um lot of fish obviously um a lot of um lot of veg uh, make sure my protein um been a lot better at, um making sure my protein levels are good. So I will um take I will have a like a protein um drink after training. Um I felt that's really helped me in the last like couple of years. Um, And then I just, yeah, I I, I just eat a lot of pasta, rice, you know, the usual swimmers, (laughs) swimmers foods. And then, you know, good old like broccoli, spinach, you know, all those nice green vegetables. Yeah. So I try and I try and be good in my diet. but it's the protein. I would say lots of eggs, and uh, it's yeah, protein. I would say it's, it's been really key for me. Do you have to take supplements for it? Um, I don't. I don't uh, take supplements. Um, I just make sure I can try. You know, get enough nutrients through my food as I can.
0: What um, competitions have you got coming up in the next six to twelve months?
1: Um, so I've got um, I've got the intercounties competition which is a very uh sort of a chilled out competition and it's uh it's eight eight counties that get together and we we sort of race the teams um which is a lot of fun so you get to see like quite a lot of your mates in other counties so i've got that um this sunday um and then um and then i've got the ap race um competition which is uh at the end of November tell us a bit about that because that's that's a new sort of innovation that's on your on your schedule the i've it's just following on from the general um a a p um race format um and they brought it into masters um I've never done it before so it'd be interesting to see how 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 it's executed um it sounds like know there's a real celebration of master swimming which is great so i'm really excited to sort of be part of that um um see some of the brits will be there um so the elites will be there which would be great um and uh and it's just another competition in the calendar which um which is always really good um you know just to get those extra competitions in and and uh and just to have that you know just to have that kind of masters presence um within swimming and have you know the, the competitions increase is really really positive so um, i'm really i'm really excited to um to yeah um participate and and see how see how it goes i think the only thing for me is because i so just done the nationals the end of October um it's just continuing it's just continuing a little bit longer um you know so that I can race again um whereas normally once the national's over that's it then for me for the you know the rest apart from the inter-county you know, sign up for really is sort of it for me for the year and it's been quite a long year because of obviously Japan So, so yeah, so it's just, it's just trying to keep uh, momentum going. Um, uh, Then after that, after that competition, that, that be it then. Yeah. You have a bit of a break. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, And then we have competition then it's end of January. Okay. Regional competition, I think it's end of January, a regional competition, um, yeah, where, uh, and then it's, and then it, that's a long course competition. Yeah. And then our sort of long course uh, season starts. Um, yeah. And then there's a couple of other competitions after that, nationals, long course nationals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So you have
0: long course and short course nationals each year, obviously. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, the short course is in October and the long course is uh, normally uh, June time but it's been it's been brought forward
0: oh that'll be nice so you've got you yeah you've got quite a few coming up in the calendar so you will need a little bit of a rest over Christmas yeah, yeah
1: definitely. <laughs> definitely yeah I'm looking forward to that
0: now everyone that comes on the podcast Michelle I like to ask them a deep dive fast five questions so you can just give me the first thing that pops into your mind um your favorite pool that you've ever swum in
1: um I would say uh uh Budapest actually Duna. a current or past swimmer you most admire when I was when I was um younger I really looked up to a lady called Kathy Reed, and she was a brilliant backstroker um and I just remember just looking at the way she swam and thinking oh I really want to be want to be her so <laughs> so I would say uh Kathy yeah Kathy Reed. what about your favorite training drill probably long dog actually yeah i would say long dog it's quite nice to like sort of stretch out what about your favorite training set maybe like sort of yeah short burst like sort of 15 20 35 sprints um yeah i yeah sort of something of a race pace but with with a like off a dive with a lot of rest i would say afterwards so yeah maybe 450s and here's a,
0: a curly one for you your fantasy women's medley relay for next year's olympics you can have swimmers from different countries or they can all be from united kingdom but who would you put on a women's medley relay
1: i'd say definitely like kaylee um on the back um on back uh, i've got ruta on breaststroke i've got uh Sarah Schulstrom on fly and then Anna Hopkman
0: on free. Michelle thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing a bit about your swimming journey with us I'm sure everyone will really enjoy listening to everything you've had to say today so best wishes for all the comps you've got coming up and I hope you have a lovely Christmas as well. Thank you
1: and thank you for the invite and have a lovely Christmas too. Yep you're welcome take care. Thank you bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Michelle. Don't forget to sign up for our monthly newsletter where you'll get lots of exclusive content and you can sign up through our website at torpedo swim Today's episode was brought to you by Amanzi swimwear and the magic five goggles. Check out Amanzi's new seasons gear at Amanzi And check out the coolest custom design goggles that you can imagine at the Magic 5. Use code TORPEDOSWIMTALK at the Magic 5 checkout. Links to Amanzi and Magic 5 in the show notes of today's episode. Till next time, happy swimming and bye for now.